player. BBS chains, watches and brains, blowing that cash on the acre. Bankroll for these stank hoes, four days in the same clothes, push ups just to get swole. All of my bitches got white toes. Hey y'all. What up, though? <laughs> hey y'all. This is season four, episode, it's actually episode eight. Um, and we're your host, Trey Gotti. And ladies. And this is hashtag let's argue. Mm-hmm. How are you doing, ma'am? Um, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's a stressful week, but it's okay. We're gonna we're gonna get through really? what, what happened? I, it, we're gonna have that offline. offline. Oh Lord, it's an offline discussion. <laughs> that's, that's deep. That means it's deep. Okay. Oh well, I'm it's sorry. Deep, but you know, you know, the people don't have to be hundred percent in the life of Lady Lise. But I'm just I, saying it's been a stressful week. But yeah, I don't think that the, the you know the people want to hear that. But either mm-hmm. way, how are you doing? Well, you know, I'm all right. Shout out to um to Navient who told me when I called and asked to try to get into a program to reduce my um student loan payments. Mm-hmm. Not the federal, the private loans. Um shout out to them for telling me well, um, based on what your credit showing, looks like you have a new car and a house. So if you are able to afford them, then you should be able to afford us. Wow. But actually, they said if you can afford to pay for a car note and a mortgage to pay your student loan. Wow. That was very bold of them to say. That was very bold. Bold so- to the point where I was like, I ain't even bothered by the statement. <laughs> But either way, like, am I supposed to be without a house and a vehicle? Girl, fuck them people. But that's what I'm saying. Like, they basically just told you that. They just said, Oh, yeah, I know. And what they also out of house and home and not Mm -hmm. drive to work or drive wherever you want to go. And they also, it's, they also put on their recording that they checked my, um, they ran my credit without me authorizing it. Cause I have, I'm not taking out a loan. Why are you running my credit? Right. Right. So it's fine. Well, I'm confused because I thought that at this point in time, there was a pause on everything. That's for federal. So these are my private loans. Okay. Excuse me. Sorry. Yeah. My private loans. They don't, they don't care about. So yeah, which is fine. So I have, I've been on like a, um, like a interest rate reduction with them for a while now. So I was just trying to, you know, it, it expired. They moved it from, it used to be like, you can be on for a year. And now they moved it to six months because they want to be able to reevaluate the situation. But anytime you're in this program, they're not running your credit. Like they're not supposed to. You just provide them some information. And based on the information you give them, they determine whether or not you can be in the program. So when I called um, last month, I was making a payment and I was like, hey, you know, I want to do this program again. And they said, yeah, there's a note in your account that you are not uh, basically we're not extending you any more programs. And I was like, oh. Not oh. there's a note. Okay. Yeah, they girl, they notated my accounts. Like, well, I don't know what I did to y'all, but okay. So then they called me yesterday, like, ma'am, you need to make a payment this month. And I said, Well, I was trying to, but y'all didn't want to put me in no program. And y'all gotta put me in a program for me to want to pay you. So then she was like, Oh, well, let me take a look at the notes. And then she said, Yeah, it looks like you know, there's no more programs available to you. And I said, Yeah, that's what the last web said. And then she said, Um, yeah, it looks like they took a, n- a number of different factors. Um, mainly, it looks like you got a new car and a house. And I'm on the phone just like, which are you? how you know this information? And then she was like, yeah, you know, they, it, it, I, 
I don't know. I, I guess, you know, they're thinking this, if you can afford to get a car and a house, then you can afford to pay us. And I was like, oh, when really? Now? doing that, though. Like, when they start Girl. running paperwork. Girl, it took me a minute. Like, I, I didn't care. So I thought it was funny. I was just like, y'all are bold. At this point, I really, like, I really don't care. I, all the other people that I have to pay, y'all really not on my radar right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, we gonna deal with these other folks. Like, I will pay these other folks before I worry about y'all. So that's how y'all feel. That's how you feel. But then I thought when I told Travis about it, he was just like, don't let it stress you. And I said, it ain't stressing me. I mean, I don't care. And then I thought about it. I said, wait, how did they know about these things? Because I've had my house, this new house for over a year now. And y'all just not bringing it up to me. So either y'all following me on social media or you ran my credit. So I called back and I was like, hey, I just, I was curious because the last rep made this statement and I was just kind of figuring out like when, when did that happen? And she was like, well, yeah, if you ask to be a part of a program, we're going to run your credit. And I was like, aren't you supposed to inform a borrower that you're about to do that before you actually do it? And then she kept pausing and I'm like, hello, like, cause you know, typically y'all have to give certain statements you know, to cover yourselves and, and no one made these statements to me. I don't, I don't recall hearing it. I'm sure it wasn't recorded. And she was just like, uh, well, that's just, you know, that you should expect. No, ma'am. I don't expect anything. No, that's just, you know, no. yeah, no, How black and white. I don't know. I don't work there. Right. Well, <laughs> even then anyone who runs your credit has to inform you that they're about to run your credit. That I understand. But being that, you know, Obviously, you haven't been told because, i.e., you don't work there. And then it hasn't been a notification sent to you that this was being done. Like, how will you know? Well, yeah, they would have They would have verbally had to have told me. Right. They wouldn't have sent anything. It would have been a verbal, all right, do authorize us to run your credit to see if you qualify for something. Which, mind you, they don't do that anyways. They, don't, you, they do not need to run your credit to see if you qualify for a program. They require you to provide them information. So the more that they just were talking, I was just like, "Oh, y'all want me to? Y'all want me to take it there?" So it's fine. It's fine. Huh. It's it's completely fine. So now that I know they messed with my credit, like you can tell, she was very n- nervous. So shout out to Navia, aka Sally Mae, for for fucking up. Congratulations for y'all, because um, yeah, we definitely gonna get to the bottom of that, and it's all good. It's all good. It's all sweet. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah, other than that, things are peachy. You know, I'm glad to hear it. Yeah, they're they're peachy, but oh, not peachy for everybody. So <laughs> <laughs> let's just get into it, shall we? All right. So a lot of things have been happening. Um, so we're going to do this press release. Press release. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's kick off to some um, information that we probably don't care about and knew what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Him and Kanye split up. Yep. Were you surprised? No. Yeah. I actually thought it was going to happen four years ago. So. Hello. <laughs> All right. Well, the couple who married in 2014 apparently have been separated for months. I would argue it's likely been years. Um, and they've been married officially for seven years now. And yeah. They finally announced that 
they're getting a divorce. Well, actually, Kim found and we all somehow discovered it. Yeah. And I guess they're arguing over money or something like that. I don't know. I wonder if she waited this amount of time because it was something that was a stipulation in the prenup. Because, you know, she's quick to let somebody go now. Yeah, that's true. I think it was probably that and, you know, her making sure she secured whatever eggs they had left and embryos and whatnot sitting around. She probably wanted to make sure everything was was set. She set the stage for it, so... Excuse me. She set the stage for it, so... We all knew. I think they started talking about the fact that this was happening maybe sometime last month. Mm -hmm. There were quote-unquote whispers. Listen... We all knew what was going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, we all knew. To be honest, it was going to be one of two things in my book. I thought either she was going to do her famous line about, you know, irreconcilable differences, that Mm -hmm. she always does that, or she was going to be too afraid to leave him because of the fact that he's suffering from mental illnesses. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so the mental illness part, I can see if that was, like, let's, let's all make this assumption that you know, they really, really, really do love each other and she was trying to stick it out. If it's the mental illness portion, I can see that being the breaking point because dealing with somebody going through that is tough. It is tough. It is really hard. So I I can see her just reaching her her point like, okay, I can't keep doing this. But they did, um, they have agreed on a joint custody arrangement. Uh, Let's see, they do have a prenup. They are not contesting. However... There is a settlement that's including property and custody and all that stuff. Rumor was that they had already, you know, reached an agreement regarding it. But I'm also hearing rumors, allegedly, that um, there's some disagreements going on regarding a lot of this stuff. So who knows? Who knows what's happening? But it is what it is. It looks like Kanye is back on the market. Ladies, have fun. All right. Did you see that video with uh, Cam Newton? I did. What were your thoughts on that? So let me let me give everybody some background first. So Cam Newton has this um uh what do they call it? It's almost like a football camp for high school players. So certain kids, you know, he has tryouts like throughout the year. So different camps throughout the year and certain people are selected. I only know because my husband is involved with a lot of that stuff. So his I think it's called it's a seven on seven. Mm-hmm. He had the tournament uh or the game or whatever you want to call it this past I want to say this past weekend or weekend prior Mm -hmm. and there was a young kid I think he was from Philly actually I read that he's from he lives in Virginia but you know how Virginia folks love to claim Philly but it is what it is and so let's not even go there (laughs) (laughs) I, I know that much that I know so yeah so the kid who if I guess decided that he wanted to heckle Cam Newton and basically, you know, make the little comments and go back and forth with him. All try to be bold in front of his friends, told him he was about to be broke, all these little things. And Cam Newton was just like, but I'm rich. He was like, but you you not about to be. You're about to be broke. You're about to be broke. He just kept making little little jokes trying to get a rise out of him. And then he was like, well, why am I talking to you? Where's your dad? Mm-hmm. And then there's an additional footage to where Cam Newton was actually trying to talk to the kid. And this kid really, like you can tell he was, he he must have forgot who he was speaking to. Like he was just like, you know, 
um he thought he was a shit and cam was like well what did you do like did you play and he was like you you be on youtube check youtube and Cam was like i'm not talking about youtube i'm asking what you just did at the game like it was there were there were a lot a lot going on and i think having all those kids around hyping it up made it worse so with that said what did you think about it First of all, I thought it was very ridiculous. However, I did think it was funny when he was like, but where's your dad? Where's your dad? Where's your dad? <laughs> that part was the one that was funny. But I feel like, you know, this goes to show that a lot of these teenagers just have so much disrespect for people who are older. So that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's the grandma and me saying that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. other than that, I just felt like, what was the point? You came to this camp to get seen. So that you can, you know, obviously either get better or see if you can get picked up by college or, mm-hmm. you know, see if you can be seen by other pro athletes. But so if that's the case, obviously you came here to try to better yourself. Why would you put yourself in a predicament that's going to help you or make you be looked upon as being negative? Well, the irony of it all, that whole camp, that game was Cam Newton's program. Right. So his team was only invited because of him. So it's just like, it, what it, the problem I have is that you have certain kids, kids these days, a lot of them don't, they just don't care. Like they're, they either don't care enough about sports to really put effort into it. So they quit left and right. They don't, I mean, it is what it is. To them quitting ain't nothing. Like you can tell them, all right, go get out of here you didn't you know i'm a team no more and they'll be like all right well fuck you they'll keep going. they'll go with no problem and then you have other kids who feel as though they feel the same way but it's more so of they feel they're that good that you need them that you need them and it is what it is like you can't tell them nothing and it could be that they're that good next to the person that's standing next to them but when you really get out of this world you know they don't measure up to nothing but in their minds they don't see that they just see that they hot shit in my mind, that's what I saw. Like, what I saw was a kid who really feels like he's probably the best, which, based on the stats I saw, he's not. Um, and he's still young. And he just thinks, you know, he's just he's just that good. And it also shows the level of regard that they have for someone Cam Newton's age. I think Cam, Cam is what? Our age? He's, what, a year older, younger than us? He's around the same age. 31 i think no i thought he was older than that how old is he hold on now because you ain't about to tell me this kid was six something kids that got uh-uh. <laughs> is he oh he is well never mind yeah he's only 31 i feel like these kids look at him like he's old i feel well, like that's even like... more reason why you should be respectful because yes, you're in the man's camp yeah. and he's older yeah Damn, Russell Wilson's only 32? Sierra hit it. Sure. <laughs> I'm just saying, I didn't even realize that. Oh. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. And Ben the Rapist is 38. Who would have thought? All right. Um, ben Roethlisberger, girl. Oh. I call him Ben the Rapist. I see. Y'all still are fans can be bad. It is what it is. Y'all know y'all quarterback a rapist. Just... Take it for what it is. Just take it for what it is. It is. I mean, we all know he's in plain, plain sight, plain sight. But yeah, but um, the kid did issue a apology. Let me see if I can find it real quick. Yeah, I saw it. You I saw it. Like, 
pitiful. Yeah. Yeah. I think when people apologize after the fact, you know, if no one would have said anything or if no one would have dragged him, he would have just kept going about, oh, yeah, you know, he ain't going to say nothing. I was telling him that he was trash and he was broke. But, you know, now that you get the backlash, now all of a sudden you got to apologize. I, well, because he know what it means. He knows this means that no matter what, he's going to be seen as trouble. Like, he got a mouth on him. He doesn't respect those in authority. He's going to talk back. He he might need some guidance. That's true. His coaches, he couldn't even calm him down. When his coach came, was like, listen, this is a grown man. Ken was like, nah, go ahead and keep letting him talk. Like, it's too late now. Yes, the, the coaches should have shut that down initially. I don't know if they even saw what was what was happening at first, but yeah, that kid he he's probably messed some stuff up. So so his apology goes as you know like this. First and first and foremost, I want to express my deepest apologies to Cam Newton, my entire org, and my coaches for my actions at the seven seven versus seven tournament this past weekend. I did not intend for it to get as far as it did. First, I would like to start off by saying my parents never taught me to people disrespectful. We're going to edit that and say taught me to be disrespectful to people, maybe? I'm just going <laughs> to read funny. it word for word. <laughs> the one, it's so funny because the apology that I read, I think it was People Magazine and they put like in brackets, treat people <laughs> disrespectful. Yeah, we're not going to do that today. <laughs> So, never taught me to people disrespectful. Whew. As a football player, I let my competitive side get the best of me, and it was a huge miscommunication. Okay. It was in the midst of the moment, and I realize now how a lot of you took it as disrespect. Oh, so you apologizing for us taking it differently. Is that what? Let me finish reading. So, I never meant to hum- humiliate and let anyone down. I'm very appreciative for seven versus seven versus seven to allow to even allow me to be a part of the community and allowing me to be a part of the team I am currently on. I realize this can dictate my future as a young man having very big dreams slash excuse me goals, but I would not allow this to stop me from getting where I need to be. So again, I apologize and I hope I can be forgiven. That was a that was a BS apology in my in my opinion. Yeah, and the fact that he said parents, that means he comes from, I'm assuming, a two-parent home, and now the parents are embarrassed. Oh, I'm sure they are. I would have, girl, let them, first of all, the amount of money you got to put into these kids doing this this type of stuff. Any type of sport. Like, I know, because I I play AAU basketball. Girl. No. Girl. Like, how much it takes. Oh, my God. Like, I, I wish my child would. For real? Oh, oh, you want me to save my money. That's what that's what you want me to do. You want me to save my money. You don't want me to spend this. That's my first thought. And the, it's just disappointing. It's like, kids, now this stuff is on the internet. It ain't never going away. It ain't never going away. Now when people Google your name, they're going to see this. When the recruiters Google your name, they're going to know exactly who you are. There's going to be a few who feel like they can affect your life and help you get on the right track i feel like you're just gonna prove them wrong that's how i feel because if you ain't got that by now it's already a problem and i think this kid is what a junior or a senior yeah so you should be looking for scholarships i don't know i don't know so 
Yeah, that's what happened. Um, let's see what else happened this was it this week? Yeah, I guess this week. Um, oh, Jay Z announced his partnership with Moet Hennessy as they acquire a fifty percent stake in Ace of Spades. Mm. Shout out to him. Um, they didn't disclose any financial terms of the deal, but it it seems like his relationship with this group started back in like two thousand six. And the, I guess before, you remember back in the day when they used to talk about Crystal all the time? Yeah. <laughs> Child had to be there. Had to be there. And actually, there was some memorable drinks. <laughs> what was the, what was the pink one? Um, You talking about the, the, the girl drink to hypnotic? Not the hip, wait, say it again? The girl drink to hypnotic? I didn't know that was considered the girl drank to hypnotic yeah what was it called it was called uh, I feel like it started with a V I don't remember I don't know but there was a there was a pink one it was when we were in college everyone had this pink yes, bottle X-rated. <laughs> X-rated that's what it was called no was not X-rated which one you talking it about was called, what was it called because that was the one I got all the time whenever we went to the liquor store that's what the one I got X-rated and I used to mix it with Sprite what I don't even know what this X-rated drink is. Look it up. <laughs> oh, yes. um, from what was this from the two thousands? I guess what was it called? Yes, look at it. It's an X-rated liqueur. No, no, it's not a liqueur. On it. Not that one. I feel like it starts with a B. Oh, and I know people are probably listening to this yelling the name, and <laughs> here we go. <laughs> what was it? I think it was a vodka. I don't know, but I know that my shit was X-rated. Show. I don't remember X-rated. And that was X-rated is the girl drank to hypnotic. It comes in a, a long cylinder bottle and it's pink. You don't want to know what I thought you was referring to. I thought you meant um <laughs> what's that drink my mama used to drink all the time? Don't even don't even <laughs> take it. Okay? No, that's not what I what I the wine coolers. Is that what you're talking about? Uh yeah. Oh Alize. That's yeah, what I thought no. you meant. That is not Nubo. No. That was the name. Nubo. Oh yes, Nubo. Everybody yes. had some Nubo. Oh my god! I just felt like there's just some some drinks that you know, Cristal used to be one of them. Then they started boycotting that. I don't know why we stopped drinking Nubo. Mm. Mm. I don't know. I wish y'all would do the same thing with Moscato, but that's another discussion. Uh, but yeah. Oh, let me get let me get back to my notes. So yeah, I don't know why I just shifted my mindset. Okay. Yeah, you know, just brought back memories. The one thing I'm surprised about though is that Jay Z gave such a high stake in his product. I wasn't expecting him to do fifty percent. I my assumption is that it increases just the overall value of the product, and so it it puts part of the ownership on them to help invest and push it versus it being majority him or I don't know I see it more so I mean they're buying certain shares I mean there's a benefit for them financially but I would I would anticipate that they have more responsibility too yeah that does make sense because when I had went to the Founders Day event this was a few years back obviously Mm pre-COVID We went to, or it was at the 4040 Club, and I had asked, like, oh, you do you have Hennessy? The typical black girl asked Hennessy. <laughs> and they were like, you got some hand off? Like, no, exactly. <laughs> they were like, no, we have Ace of Spades. And I was like, okay, wait, wait, fine. wait. 
they said they don't have Hennessy, but they have Ace of Spades. Yeah, but that's his club. They don't so. serve nothing else. Well, they they had a full bar, but they had recommended. I guess they were trying to push the Ace of Spades, so they recommended Ace of Spades. But you asked for Hennessy. I did. I did, but I took the Ace of Spades because I felt lucky that. But night. yeah, but Ace of Spades and is I the was... champagne. So why would they recommend? Listen, they were pushing <laughs> the Ace of Spades. Okay, I don't know it was if it was you know whatever. Yeah. That's what they were pushing, and by that time I had already had a couple of drinks. So I was like, okay, <laughs> and you know, I just went ahead and went with. Give it. me some of that Ace. <laughs> Go ahead. All right. <laughs> you actually so. had some X-rated. Let me look up this drink. First of all, I haven't drank, I haven't had that since college. I haven't had that since like 2009. I don't remember. I don't even remember you bringing this in college. Like, what was this? What? Yes. Oh, that's why I, forget I that do all the remember time. this. Yes. Oh, that was my wow. drink. Everyone to the liquor store, I got that. Then, you know, our friend that's overseas, she used to get a vodka or some type of clear something. Wow. Then I don't remember what you got. You used to get something too, but what was your, your go-to? Girl, Patron. Yep, yep. <laughs> you got a, um, a clear drink too. So y'all two had got something clear. Mm-hmm. Then I got something fruity. And um, she used to I remember get, our, what was it? our other friend got a brown drink. Yeah. She used to get the, um, what is that, bomb, that Bombay drink. It was always a, a, a rum. It was a clear rum. Yeah, it was a white rum. Yep, that's what, oh my God. Oof, I can't even stand Patron now. Yeah, I don't do clear. Yeah, I just um, I'll take some hand dog though. Hey, <laughs> where that head ass they at? Yo. Oh Lord, I'm not even gonna say what my homegirl be calling it. I'd be like, girl, don't do that. She'd be like, you on the <laughs> she like, you on that nigga juice? Okay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> It's that's you know, no no one can mess that you up. Can. You go to the bar. And like, let me get that. I mean, it goes with anything. In my opinion. I don't know if it's supposed to. <laughs> but you can yeah. pair it with anything. And then just have it straight. Hand on the rocks. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So congrats to Jay-Z. Hopefully he gets, you know, unlimited stocks of uh, Hennessy. That'd be nice. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, it every time on the uh, the NBA games, so they know the niggas watching. So they're like, "Look, we're going to push this." Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna get something. You know, it's crazy though. I don't even honestly. I think I've only had Ace of Spades like once. I don't. I just don't drink that brand. It good. Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, after. But I again, I already had a couple of other drinks, and then by the time I had that, it was just like you know whatever. Yeah. But it was. I mean, it was okay. I I don't remember it being disgusting. Where I was like, I'll never get this again. Yeah. But... Hmm. I still get my whip. I just. Yeah. I, I feel like that's my my go to. Hmm. I don't know. Oh well. All right. So, are you a Bobby Schmurda fan? Bobby okay, Schmurda. We'll <laughs> you know no i don't know listen so bobby Schroeder was released yesterday after serving what a seven-year been and i get the hype because i you know i guess he took two years for one of his friends 
so he he ain't snitch something to that effect but everybody's going crazy and i promise you i don't know more than one song same maybe if i was actually from brooklyn i'll probably be hyper but i'm just like okay but it's even people not from brooklyn and i'm really questioning whether they and again we're not even just going to go into that so did you see the picture of him on the plane so quavo picked them up quavo and um uh what's her name um karen civil picked them up Mm -hmm. i don't even know how she got involved in this but they picked them up took them on a private jet to take him to god knows where and the plane was filled with white girls so i don't know how like i guess that's a homecoming i don't know but and then i guess there were several parties I I don't I don't know. A lot of people celebrated their his release. Even the um the Knicks. Did you see that that billboard? They yeah. had a billboard with his photo on it, telling him welcome home. Yeah. Knicks. I was like, what what a time. Oh yeah, I see now. Yeah, I was I was very surprised. Well, the one thing that I did read about that is that of course people have already been asking him or there's talks on whether or not he's going to return to the music industry. And then he's like, well, I'm not, well, allegedly him and his team are saying that he's not a hundred percent sure if he's ready to jump back in because the sound is different. He's like, he's not willing to change his sound. So they're saying the sound being different, you know, mm-hmm. how now was like the pop smoke mm-hmm. stuff. God rest his soul. But I'm just saying, you know, I don't, he's saying he's not sure if he wants to go that way. I think that would be the best decision for him. I really don't think it would work out all that well. Because, yeah, the sound has changed. The sound is continuing to change. We are on some kind of weird fast track with this, the way folks are rapping these days and the way songs sound. Girl, they done remade... I was so pissed yesterday. There's a song that actually sounds kind of cute by this girl who sampled Lil Mo's um what's it called forever is that what it's called it's you know Lil Mo's song can you love it yeah yeah what was that song called but she sampled the whole song and I was like she sampled the whole yeah. song not just a piece no it's the whole song like the chorus takes the same chorus like the word the lyrics and everything she I hope she paid her some oh I'm sure she that. did and I'm sure Lil Mo was not mad about it but it bothered me because I'm like, am I really now at that age where that's what we're sampling? Yeah. And then there's somebody who also sampled a Jay Z song. I don't for- I forget. I heard it one time and I was like, hold on. Yeah. Like they sampling stuff from the early 2000s now. I just don't. I I feel some type of way. I really do. Like why? Well, just just know that we're the people that's saying what you know about this. <laughs> that's, that's that's us. Y'all know nothing about this, <laughs> girl. My sister actually made a. She, I was at my my folks' house, and my younger sister was like, "Um, yeah, I came across this Bobby Brown song. Y'all didn't tell me about this. It's called um Tenderoni, and I was just like, Lord, oh my gosh, <laughs> I like I feel so old." But then again, you and I like like music from forever. Yeah. So it was like, you know, but it's like, do we are we really included in that? Because you and I can like sing a song from like the eighties and the seventies and be yeah. hype. 
But I feel like a lot of people, in, you know, that are our age don't really like older music. Like, I I don't know. Like, in my, my friends, it's, not, it's very rare where I can sing something and they know what I'm singing. Or they're like, you're so old or something like that. I'm like, well, I'm just a music Yeah, lover. I think that's <laughs> what it is, is more so being a music lover. But also, those songs are late 80s, early 90s. So it's not like... I mean, Bobby yeah. Brown is different. I mean, Bobby Brown was what maybe early '80s, but it just went through the late '80s. I, it was timeless, timeless music, right? But yeah, it was just one of those things where it's like the songs that Lil Mo, like Lil Mo for real. That's yeah. that's an old school song now. Where where we gotta okay? Well, apparently it's what you know. Damn, they're twenty years old. <sighs> I mean, even um. Now I love Chloe, Chloe and Hallie. Girl, I love them. Did you know that they re, um, uh, they redid what is called? Uh, oh, it's gonna bother me. Um, who sings that song? Sending my love or something? Yeah, sending my love. Really. Okay, you talking about the Whitney? No, Houston no, one? not that one. The one by uh, hold on, because I gotta play it for you. Wait, sending, sending. or saving? Okay. I'm just gonna play a snippet. Oh, really? By Zane, that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Now they did a great job. I I love it, but when I first heard it, I was like, oh, "Yeah, what?" I was sending my love. <laughs> <laughs> they did a great job, but it was uh, once again. I'm realizing like this is this is where we are. But yeah, so back to Bobby. I know we keep segueing, but so yeah, so apparently everyone went back and was streaming his music, and three of his songs and an album went certified gold. Um. Let me see. Actually, maybe we can figure out what the name of these songs are. So, Hot Boy, aka Hot Nigga, went platinum. Mm-hmm. And Murder She Wrote, I guess, is the album. Is that the album? Or, yeah, that's the album. That one went gold. Bobby Bitch. I don't know <laughs> that's when the singles went platinum. And Computers featuring. Oh, yes, that's my shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that one. How, like wait, that, that one, I don't even know if that, yeah. it says Rowdy Rebel. So is that his group or how does that go? I don't know. But the only songs I know is Hot Nigga and Computers. We were like, we headed out to LA. Da, 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 da. All these social networks with these computers. <laughs> <laughs> like we some shooters. You know no, that one? No. All right, I'm about to no. wait. Let me find it. <laughs> Hold on, I got it. Let me let me look for it real quick. So, yeah, okay. We had it out to LA. That's my favorite part. Oh <laughs> my god, I just okay. So, oh, here we go. Oh. Yeah. Oh, you want to play it? No, go ahead. You play it. Go ahead. All these computers, all these social networks, and these computers got these niggas walking around like they should. Like we're fucking. Like they're trying to bust my nose. 
Okay, it's all right. It's, it's not bad. You gotta listen to that in the car or play some yeah. bass with that. That one. It, it's it right a like little it. bit. I, I, all right, all right. I have to check that one out. I ain't know nothing about that. I, I, just, I don't know. But yeah, shout out to him. He's free. I don't know what he's gonna do, but yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, Meek Mill and oh, yeah, Meek Mill. This is so disappointing. This is so disappointing. Yeah. So Meek Mill has a song that I guess he is trying to release and share a snippet of it, or somehow someone got a hold of it and released the lyrics. And then the lyrics, there's a line that goes, "This." B, I'm effing. Always tell me that she. Lo- I know I'm not saying it like a rapper, but I, I'm actually preferring to do it this way. Um, so let's start over. I can do it. This bitch, then I'm effing. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, <laughs> if you just That's just yell a little bit, of, yeah, this bitch, I'm effing. Always, uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> But I'm just going to read it. So I'm always, always tell me that she loved me, but they never showed me. Yeah. And if I ever lacked, I'm going out with my chopper. It'd be another Kobe. So everyone, there was always obviously backlash. Like it's just, it's too soon. It's still too soon. So um, Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's wife said, dear Meek Mill, I find this line to be extremely insensitive and disrespectful, period. I am not familiar with any of your music. That right there is what took me out. I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> she, that she knew because she didn't even have to put that. She was just like, listen, I don't know you, <laughs> but I believe you can do better than this. If you are a fan, fine. But there's better ways to show your admiration for my husband. This lacks respect and tact. And in Meek Mill's style, he tweeted something that just said, I'm going savage, fuck everybody. It's like, or fuck how you feel, or something like that. And everyone was like, Who are you talking to? Because I thought, I was like, He's not dumb enough to, to say that. Like, that's, yeah, that would be stupid. So then he released another tweet, I guess, to clear things up and said, I apologize, I apologized to her in private earlier today, not to the public. Nothing I say on my page directed to an internet viral moment or the family of a grieving woman. If you care about someone grieving, change the subjects. Hold on, let me read that one more time because it didn't make sense. So I apologized to her in private earlier today, not to the public. Nothing I say on my page directed to a internet viral moment or the family of a grieving woman. So we're going to edit that. Nothing I said on my page was directed to a internet viral moment or the family of a grieving woman. This is why the words matter punctuation marks transitions you know those things actually matter all right if you care about someone grieving change the subject but he didn't care about nobody grieving first of all so are you trying to talk about those who are responding to you because obviously you didn't yeah, care about like, someone grieving this lyric. So, how, so you want us to care but you ain't care this is the second time where he had this issue because <laughs> When he first came out, or I don't know if this was the first or the second album, but the one song, Church, oh, yeah. Preach. So he was on a local radio um, station. I don't know if it was Pro 99 or 103.9 or 107.9, whichever mm-hmm. one it was. Okay. When that song came out, 
they invited him in because obviously there's a lot of backlash from people saying that this was very insensitive for him to pull in you know them talking about the black church and mm-hmm. all this stuff and he just kept talking about i don't care or whatever my mom and my grandma go to church every single sunday and they don't have nothing to say about it and i was just like okay oh, oh meek i mean he just had some he was just in the blogs and everything over that whole mess with uh six nine i just that was a mess too. I'm like, what? I was confused. Online? Like, it was funny at first, but then I was like, I'm legit lost. I don't know what's what's happening, and I just feel like I don't want to see it on my phone. Like, just y'all, let's, can we start reporting on this? Mm, mm. But yeah, Meek Mill doing Meek Mill shit. That's just what we have come to expect. Which is funny. Every time I see him in the blogs, like the first thing that comes to my mind is 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 that a world tour or your girls tour? Like that's the line that always comes to my mind. I'm just like that. Just this takes me back to that moment. I don't know. I like Meek though. Well, let me stop lying. Some of his songs. Well, I mean, I, you know, I, first of all, he's a fellow Philadelphian. Mm-hmm. I will give him that. But I feel like this line have went. Yeah, this was far. just. Like, I didn't think he, did, he needed to do. That. Yeah, he, he knew it was going to do something though. So hey, this might have been on purpose. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they're going to redo it, redo the song now, or redo girl. Who line. knows? He's probably going to disappear for a while and put it out when they feel like things don't calm down. Either way, the the line itself just isn't. It's just not good. Period. I don't care who it was. Like it's just <sighs> like he's making it seem like Kobe asked to be in the plane crash. It's. I'm going out like another Kobe. Like you making it seem like he well, asked for that. It doesn't like, sound like he's asked. He asked for it. He's making it seem like yeah, like it was an option. option. Yeah, you're right. Plane, that's what. It, and go yeah. and do it. Yeah, yeah. Very it, it was. Anyway. He's too grown for that. He should know better. But yeah, yet again, is that a world tour or your girls tour? <laughs> questions we have to ask ourselves all right so let's move on to someone who is having much better days these days after spending several years behind bars Sheree Whitfield bow Tyrone Gilliams has been released from prison Mm, 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 mm. Gilliams is 55 and recently transferred to a halfway house uh, let's see. And there are already reports swirling regarding an upcoming wedding plans between him and Sheree. Yes. Really? Now we don't know when it's going to be. In the summer or the fall time. Sometime around that time. Girl. Oh, listen, <laughs> don't let me say September, December. Spring, summer. Maybe March. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. Mm. September, December. Spring, summer, um, but maybe March. Talked about <laughs> September, so, you know, the fall, maybe March. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, I love Sheree. Exactly I love Sheree rush. with that right there. Oof. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, so Gilliams is a former Penn State baseball player. Um, or baseball star, rather. He was arrested in 2011 and charged with wire fraud and operating a fraudulent United States Treasury Strips investment program. 
Basically, he holds the feds a whole lot of money, uh, reparations. It seems like everybody else gets them but us. Uh, yeah, and apparently Sheree is very happy. Um, she is in love. And she has said before that he would love to marry me right now, but I'm not marrying someone who was in prison. I'm keeping my options open. I meet people all the time. And the crazy thing is no one has been able to hold my attention or grab it. No one has been able to get in my mind and my head. It seems other than this guy. So yeah, she says she loves him. Who knows? We'll see. He, um, well, I saw the pictures of her and Philly, Philly, um, with him in half. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw that earlier when I saw that we were talking about this and I was like, oh yeah, that's right. And then they have photos of them together in Philly. Well, she didn't waste no time. Apparently not. She hopped on that Delta plane and was like, hey. Mm. What y'all rule said? Everybody need a down ass bitch. That's Oh. That was that. She she's stuck around because this was when. When's the last time Sheree was on Housewives? <laughs> September, December, <laughs> spring, summer, maybe more. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, my point is, it's been a while, and yeah, she stuck out. She stuck in there until he was released. That's that's dedication. That's a, that's dedication. Hmm. Everyone needs a lady. Well, that's like two years since she's no, been No, it's been more than right? two years. It's been oh, more. Wow. I think the last season what, she was in was, was when her was and that? Kenya was doing that. <laughs> no, no, no. She's been back was that there. No, she was, she was on after that? No, no. That was season six. But she's been on there. Like, she made a reappearance, I believe, season nine and season ten. Mm-hmm. And what season are we on now? Yes. Um, we're on. No, I 13. think it was before that. No, because when she okay, she was on the season when um, Kim's daughter was talking about the roach in Nene's bathroom. She was she, in that season, and that was like that was like season ten or season eleven. They had to be season. They had to be season ten. That season, nine? yeah, I don't it was know. back then. And then she was, and then she was in the follow up season when. Um, and that's when they were talking about Tyrone when they had went to this is when I just when um this is the the season before Nene uh took that man's shirt off when he was going in the closet. <laughs> so she was in the season before that because she wasn't in the season when Eva was on. Yes, that. so the season that Nene cuz mind you Nene left the what did she leave the following season? She had minimal yeah. rip- and that was two seasons ago so yeah it had to be three or four seasons since she has been on there. yeah yeah it's been it's been yeah. a minute and she um yeah well that's when she told us that he was getting okay it was December, 2018 so 2018 is the last time she okay. was on there so it wasn't that long ago show sure felt like it mm. okay well yeah happy for her she found love yeah she found love so happy they did break up though because I did read in that article that had the halfway house photos (laughs) that they broke (laughs) (laughs) that they broke broke up in late 18 or early 19 Mm -hmm. and now that he's out they're 
rekindling. So hey, whatever floats the boat or finds your lost remote. Shout out to her. Okay. <laughs> All right. So um let's see. Oh, did you hear about Barack talking about how you knocking folks' noses off? I, I was like, I, I know that's right. So um Brock was on a podcast called The Renegades Born in America, uh, which I believe is his new Brock, uh, podcast with Bruce Springsteen. So he was telling a story about how he was in school. He had a friend, I guess they were playing basketball and um, they got into a fight after the kid called him a coon, which I wasn't expecting it to be coon that he was going to say. I thought it was going to be another word, but, but yeah, but Me too. you know, Brock was just like, there ain't no coons in Hawaii. So he got mad, knocked him off, and then gave him a speech. And the only way you can imagine Brock doing it. Yeah, exactly. The, I, I mean, y'all can go listen to it yourselves, but it was very much, I was just like, look at him. You gonna <laughs> punch this kid, watch his nosebleed, and then teach him <laughs> a lesson, talk to him about, <laughs> listen, I may be black. I may be poor. <laughs> it was very color purple. <laughs> it was very color purple. It was just like, I may be ugly. It's like, okay, all right. I need to I need to hear the story from the from the uh, victim here. But yeah, it was cool though. It was a nice little story that he told. So I encourage y'all to listen to it. All right. And last but not least, um, definitely sending my thoughts to Tiger Woods. He was in a horrible, horrible, horrible crash yesterday, a rollover crash in California. Um, sounds like he was leaving a golf course or that's the assumption he suffered significant injuries to his lower uh, I guess his lower extremity that required emergency surgery Um, he was conscious and everything and responding to people when they did pull him out the car but they had to use the jaws of life word is Uh um, foot legs all that was crushed but not sure um, the real details of those injuries. They, they just kind of told us what, you know, people have been asking. So bones of the foot and ankle were stabilized uh, with screws and pins, a lot of trauma to the muscles and soft tissue in the legs requiring additional surgery. Um, they're just trying to relieve the pressure from swelling, but Tiger Woods is awake, responsive and recovering. So keeping him definitely lifting in prayer Thankful that this yeah. did not turn into something else because we just passed the what the what, is it the anniversary of Kobe's death? Isn't that a, didn't that just pass or it's approaching? It passed, right? It passed. It was yeah. Was like I felt yeah. like this just would have been way too soon. Granted, Tiger Woods ain't Kobe, but Tiger Woods is still a legend in his own right. So glad he was able. Excuse me to recover from this, or hopefully he can recover from this. Um, I do feel like his career might be over after this one yeah and there's a lot of rumors people assuming that he was drinking or something i don't know that i think people are just making that assumption because of the last time but from people i know who live around that area they they have said or have told me um that road it really is easy to just go around that road really fast and you know you lose control so I guess it's that bad. I don't know. I ain't never been there. But I, I'm going to hope that it was just, you know, an accident and nothing else. Um, yeah. yeah. So we're going to see. 
All right, y'all. And that was the end of press release. Calling all naturalistas, makeup lovers, and everyday divas. Have you ever had issues with product dripping on your skin and clothes while just styling your hair? Or getting makeup smudges on your favorite shirt? Then I have to tell you about a product that has changed my life and will change yours too. The Curly Cape. The Curly Cape is a patent-pending beauty accessory made to protect your skin and clothes from water, liquid products, and makeup products used for your hair and face. This product is the only beauty cape that is machine washable, durable, and absorbent. That's right. This is the only beauty cape that absorbs all those annoying product drips, has sleeves for easy mobility, and comes in all sizes. With the Curly Cape, you no longer have to worry about what to wear as you maintain your mane or blend your beats. Purchase the Curly Cape and keep the Prati off your body. You can visit their website at thecurlycape.com, follow their Instagram and Facebook pages at The Curly Cape, and subscribe to their YouTube channel, The Curly Cape, for behind-the-scenes footage. Now back to the show. All right, y'all. So now it is time to let's argue. Mm -hmm. Okay. So today I wanted to talk about girl code. Mm-hmm. All right, so Girl Code is going to be inspired by this last episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. And I hate to have to use reality TV as, you know, inspiration <laughs> for today's topic, but I was deeply moved by the things that occurred on this past episode. Now, at least you want to give a recap or you want me to do it? All right, so we can do a recap. First, I'm going to say this was the most entertaining episode out of the whole season. Amen. (laughs) I agree. agree Wholeheartedly. (laughs) In my opinion. So, last week we left off with the ladies getting ready for the bachelorette party, and Cynthia was not aware of what was going on. Mm -hmm. So, this week led into them dressing in their costumes that Candy did provide, and, you know, doing some, I guess... Uh, mistress of ceremony <laughs> type situation <laughs> where Candy was the the lead mistress and everyone else was in their whole alter ego names that they provided. You know, Portia was Peach Juice and Candy was Angel and, you know, Cynthia was 50 Cent and what's her name? Kenya, she was Chocolate, whatever. You get the gym. Mm-hmm. So all of them were in their whole alter egos and then once you know Cynthia had dressed into her costume they were just having a whole bachelorette session for her you know gave her the vibrating panties did some strip teases <laughs> for her but the ultimate prize was was, was what was in the backyard mm-hmm. so the ladies journey on out to the backyard and they see this lovely chocolate man in a box right <laughs> so his name was Bolo so he obviously was a stripper for the evening danced a little bit in the box and then the, you know Portia obviously with her Hennessy self was like mm-hmm. oh let's tell him to get out so they helped him <laughs> out the box they journeyed up into the house he did a couple teases for them then Candy was like hey we want to have some fun y'all gotta leave talking to the cameras mm-hmm. cameras left ladies covered the cameras with either tape or paper and the only cameras that were available were the cameras that were outside of the house peeking into the window so we didn't really get to see too much of what was going on but one can suspect that there was some juicy things happening mm-hmm. so <laughs> that being, was great that, <laughs> being that only the cameras that were outside were only showing the shadows we could only hear voices and it seems like everyone was bumping and grinding on the young man but someone had some official 
bumping and grinding taking place the morning that he left around 5 Mm a.m. However, being that I believe Kenya hasn't had any in a minute, she (laughs) decides to be jealous of the person who decided to jump on that man's lovely pipe and have a nice session with him. But she wants to go around and find out who it was by saying, who was it? Who was it? Who was it? This person is a hoe. They're a hoe. They're a hoe. Mm-hmm. So we end things on that with people being angry that she's messing with their whole fun times by trying to basically pour the tea on who decided to jump on Bolo's pogo stick. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was lovely. <laughs> that was lovely. I literally saw the visuals as you were going through it. I, I enjoyed it. Thank you very much. So yes, that is the full recap of the last episode and the reason. I am wanting to talk about girl code is because I feel as though girl code has been broken. Um, I don't know how many of y'all listening have been to bachelorette parties. Um, Now I know guys, y'all typically have your fun during your bachelor parties. If you watch this episode, then this is likely one of the first times you've seen what actually happens during a bachelorette party for some people, not all, but I think the rule applies the same for women as it typically does for men. What happens during your bachelorette party stays at the bachelorette party and you should not be judged for what is happening. I feel as though, well, first of all, let me go back. I truly in my heart of hearts, like I get it. They're struggling this season to find some good content. And while this was very entertaining, I'm going to be honest. My first thought was like, why y'all let this be on the show? You know what? My thought exactly, because I would have thought that they would have had some type of like after they showed him in the box and he went in the house, like that's it. Like, yeah, I thought that was the, be the next them on the bus going home. Like, yeah, <laughs> like another boring episode. Like you can tell that was probably the plan. And I, even then I was like, I, I didn't really want to see y'all rolling y'all ass around on the floor, Kenya, doing some strange stuff for no yeah, reason. Like it was just it was too much. But then I was like, why? Like, why? Why even record it? Like, why allow this occasion to be filmed for the show, even if you are just, you know, creating a a scene, right? But then when it kept going, I was like, see, this is why y'all shouldn't have filmed. This should have just been a a simple, you know, trip, bachelorette party that y'all had planned with, you know, doing it during the off season or something. Like, doing doing it for the cameras just for me, didn't make any sense very entertaining though i enjoyed it but i did kind of cringe a bit like damn why did y'all like i don't know this needs to be on tv right now y'all could have just you know this is her moment this is her bachelorette party enjoy it without the cameras which they tried to do now back to girl code so my problem is that despite everything that happened during this this whole scenario can you going back and one, discussing it, and two, trying to make a bigger deal out of the fact that someone might have slept with the stripper, to me, it just seems like, one, it, it just explains why this girl ain't got no friends. That's one. But it just crossed, to me, across the line in terms of, like, what you do when you're out with your friends. Like, if you're going to judge them, judge them in your, in your head. You don't have to sit here and verbalize it and, and try to shame people because they're doing something that you claim that you wouldn't do. So, yeah, that's my initial thoughts. I want to I talk about when 
is it okay to break girl code the way that she has? I don't think it's never okay to break girl code because um, now, well, I can't even, I don't even have an, an example to say that it's okay for someone to go around and be gossipy and try to figure it out and try to pull people into her circle because how she kept going to each individual and then going to Marlo because I'm pretty sure that if her and Marlo didn't reconcile Marlo wouldn't say anything because mm-hmm. Marlo was downstairs and said oh yeah you know I heard it too but she sounded like she was just going to mind her business and even when they came downstairs to go on the boat trip she was like mm, she going to be messy again you mm-hmm. know make sure y'all have NDAs and all that stuff <laughs> so I, you know, I feel like if they're going to have an event like that, and obviously the majority of them are either married or in some type of long-term relationship with someone, it's only a couple of them who are single completely or still trying to figure stuff out or whatever. But even still, mm-hmm. like if they're, if they're grown enough to go and do whatever they decided to do, they're grown enough to handle the consequences that come with it. But the consequences shouldn't be someone in the house who's supposed to be having fun with everyone else being the one to spill the beans or saying, oh yeah, I'm going to leak this out. And now everybody knows what you had going on at the thing. Cause we was going to find out anyway, the cameras was there. Yeah, pretty much. And you made a good point. So the ones, for those of you guys who don't know, the ones who really were engaging with po- with Bolo and um, this whole thing that Kenya's is doing were the ones who were single. So back to my question, could she break, would she be okay breaking girl code if it was Drew or Candy or someone who was married? Well, Drew apparently got her ass smacked a couple times and was doing some like doggy style tricks with the. Yeah, but that was just like dancing stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a typical like stripper stuff. I think I'm talking about, you know, taking it further. Oh, well, again. Could she break girl code if that happens? Well, she obviously she did. Cause she didn't was it's funny because I was watching an episode with my grandma. Well, actually, <laughs> she called me and asked me if I was watching it. So yeah, we were watching it together, and she called me and was like, "Did you see that?" Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah. So she was just like, "That was just too much." Like her, that was her response because mm-hmm. she felt like you know it, it was too much for primetime TV for it to be mm-hmm. on at eight o'clock. You know, you know, her generation like you don't do this on TV. But either way, mm. um. I felt as though if Portia wanted to go and have whatever she decided to have with that stripper, that's her own prerogative to do that. But Mm -hmm. I feel like Kenya was out of line. And I told my grandma, I was like, she's just bad because he wasn't in her room. She was like, "Mm -hmm, that's right. So you mad because you wasn't with the stripper or you, you know, you having issues with your ex-husband or whoever he is to you now. Yeah. I mean, and, and like I said, um, uh, Portia's Portia was single at the time, apparently. So to me, it's like, all right. I, I think the only time I would have okayed Kenya making a fuss like this is if what she was witnessing were people doing things while married. So that's yeah. what I mean in terms of my question. Like, I think, I, I feel like this to me, for it to be a girl's trip, mind you, everyone on the show ain't, ain't real friends in real life. I, I get that. But I still feel like there's a certain code so if you've gone to, you know, been on girls trips, if you've 
going, you know, to certain parties with your homegirls or to a strip club or things like that. It's just certain things you don't go back repeating. But even um, still, like, I mean, you made a point right there, too, with the friendship thing. If I'm mm-hmm. not friends with the person or whatever, and you decide you marry and you want to go and hop on somebody else's pogo stick, listen, that's that's on you. Like, mm-hmm. but if that was like my close friend, I'd be like, I would pull her to the side. Mm-hmm. and be like girl like are you sure this is what you're trying to do or whatever but like if that's not my and even with that being my friend and if I pull it aside and say you know you know what you're doing like no like I don't think this is a good idea I'm still not gonna go around and be like oh yeah girl she was in that room like no yeah yeah that's a good point I mean I I probably wouldn't do none of that <laughs> if you're gonna sit here and do what if you it's your do. friend you're not gonna say nothing mm, probably not no what? Yeah, because I mean, it's because in my mind, it's just like I'll probably just make I'll probably make my noises that I typically. Uh-uh. All right, girl. All right. Mm-hmm. But I'm listen. I would never be in a situation. I would never be in a situation, but I would respect it if you would pull me to the side. <laughs> well, yeah. See, that's the thing. You wouldn't put yourself in that situation. I, I think because, and I'm, I'm speaking as someone who has found herself in that situation with people who are married and are willing to risk it all the people people know what they're doing in that moment in time we are too grown to blame it on alcohol like i just i don't i don't fall for that like it is what it is you know what you're doing so i'm not gonna stop you this that's what you're gonna do good luck with it but i also know i'm not gonna turn around and tell you know tell the whole world what you're doing and I'm not gonna sit here and keep talking about it around you. Like that's okay. That was that was your decision. That's what you did. It's what it is. So I just feel like for me, that's that's girl code. Is that not girl code? And maybe I'm missing it something. Is, it is girl code because I wouldn't say anything either. If if I say, "Girl, you all right?" Like, "Did you sure?" And if she's like, "Girl, yeah," yeah. If she decided to go and do that, I'm like, "All right." Yeah. As long as I know you in sound a uh, sound mind, like you ain't pissy drunk. And somebody trying to take advantage of you. Now that's a different story. But if I know you, you got sense on you right now. Like you, come on now, be not, you not fully drunk. Like you're not doing these things. You know what you're doing, and you decide to take it there. Yeah, that's on that's on you. I have no problem with that. I think I think you're right. Kenya's problem is that she she was jealous. There was attention that wasn't being given to her. Listen, if the only person looking at your titties is Brooklyn, then who you mad at? You're right. That that's why you mad at everybody else. Everybody else is good. They ain't bring their kid on the trip. But you know what? So I'm gonna say this really quickly. That actually happened to where I had um said something to a friend who was in a long term relationship with someone at their hometown or whatever. And we went went on a bachelorette trip. Mm-hmm. This person got pissy drunk and like started hooking up with somebody at the resort. Now, again, that ain't none of my business, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then she was like, I'm going to go back to the room with them. I was like, um, mm-hmm. excuse me. <laughs> but I was like, no, like, no. I was like, are you sure this is what she was like? Yeah. And like the person was walking with her back to the room. And then, you know, but me and her like shared the room or whatever. I didn't want to have her in a predicament where this person was going to take advantage of her. So mm-hmm. like, we went in the room. She couldn't even like say her name clearly. 
So oh, then okay. I ended up kicking the person out the room, like, no, you gotta go. Like, well, she said, no, you gotta go. Yeah. Or whatever. Like, no. But like, mm-hmm. and then on top of that, you know, the next day she didn't remember any of that. And I was like, this is what happened or whatever. And I know you got your situation at home. She was like, oh, thank you so much because, girl, da, 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 that would have been a mess. Yeah. So. See, that's what I mean. Like, that clearly pissy drunk. Like, it's it's evident. It's clear. Like, you, you about to put yourself in a really dangerous situation beyond just cheating on your, your man. You know what I mean? Like, that's that right there is when you interject. I'm talking about, you know... Everybody there, I'm putting right there. the footage we saw, everybody wasn't completely out of their mind. They were having fun. They weren't. And I will say it was refreshing to see them have like just good fun. It was nice to see that. It was like they enjoying themselves. I wish I was there. <laughs> like it just seemed fun. Well, the funny thing is, Marla was like, I ain't about to be down here with this. I'm going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> they were up late though. And my my first thought was like, man, I don't even know if I can hang like that no more like that. With a with one stripper, like y'all just got one. Yeah, I'm everybody surprised about that because I thought she would have brought like three down or something. I mean, I guess Bolo counts for three. Uh, well, well, if you count, no, <laughs> <laughs> because that little, you know, y'all Bolo. need to go see pictures. I just want to say that Bolo was Bolo. more than more than enough. <laughs> go see them pictures. Oh my god. Okay, so um, let me see. Um, <laughs> Oh Lord, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about Bolo now. That was just child. That picture. I, I feel like Lola. is he? You know, Wanda. You remember Wanda, who used to be on the radio down here. Yeah, she used to have um, a Mel review. Like, oh, the, she did. Yeah, she used to host it. I've never gone because I just they. I don't know. Mel reviews always give me like auntie vibes. <laughs> they do. The funny thing is, there's a Hulu special that it talks about this. Like, this really? One, this, yes, it's called Ladies' Night, or this one is for the ladies, or something like that. I watched it the other day, and it definitely gives full on auntie vibes. Yeah, it's like it's always in some random like holiday hall. inn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's in a hall somewhere, <laughs> typically at a hotel, or uh, you know, it's never going to be at a, a actual center, but it's somebody's hall. And yeah, you just. <laughs> these round tables with women with their good wigs and screaming and hoping that they get chose to get danced on like it's I don't know (laughs) (laughs) it's just always I've always wanted to go to one just because it seems so funny but yeah yeah auntie vibes but um then I forgot the point (laughs) <laughs> well, I'm gonna say this: Bolo don't need no condom. He need a two block garbage bag. Okay, y'all know that. Lord, that was a lot going on. That was it. Was a lot. It was a lot. But that was quite a bit. I mean, I ain't surprised. Listen, I've I've heard enough stories about what happens at these bachelor parties, and so really, y'all ain't following God code because y'all definitely repeating the whole lot. I know exactly what happens and the amount of men who told me the uh, the stories, yes. Girl, listen, (laughs) these guys, who y'all, y'all do y'all do some nasty things, like and the strippers let them. But for I guess for the right amount of money, they they will. 
But yeah, y'all do y'all do exactly what they claim in Portia did, been sleeping with a stripper. Which, damn, she stuck with him. That make Portia took all that. Girl, that must have been in her throat. <laughs> because like, like for real, like it was like thick and long. And yeah, you, you, you don't usually find two. That was. It's usually one of the yeah, other. Yeah, you know, typically like, they put like the, the extra long sock, like it's just the, the <laughs> thing, and they make it seem like it's that long, but it really ain't. Whereas his was like, oh, this this for real. Yeah. Okay. Bolo, bolo, bolo. Like the yeah. intro to polo. But yeah. yeah so for our guy listeners, okay? Uh, <laughs> I know, they probably heard. discuss it right now. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I just, I. I mean, the, I, it just really bothered me about the way it, this episode went in terms of like the gossipy portion of it. And I just felt yeah. like, you know, for women, hopefully, again, this is just a TV show. So for all we know, for all we know, they could be really good actresses. And, you know, this really ain't a big deal to them. But we all know, by the way, uh, Tanya responded that it was real, that she was definitely bothered by it. Um yeah, I just feel like when it comes to things like this, y'all, if you go into strip clubs, parties, trips, anything that, you know, things may get out of hand, keep it to yourself. Just keep it to yourself. Even if you're not agreeing with it, you might want to talk to that person afterwards, just being like, you know, girl, you did, did a bit, but you know, you don't ruin the trip. You don't ruin the occasion by, you know, making yeah. everybody else just as miserable as you. Or go around sharing some of this stuff. Like I truly do believe this should have been something that just did not make it to the show. Cause it, it seemed like a legit moment. Like once I realized this was a real bachelorette party, I was like, no, that sucks. Don't do that. Cause you want this to be a memorable occasion. You want it to be something fun. Why the hell would y'all want to put it on TV and, and make it, you know, boring, which is what I thought was gonna happen. And then when it took that turn, I was like, no, now you really don't want this on TV because this, I mean, made for great television, though. And then It did. Now they should know that never take Kenya nowhere. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, I don't know if she's trying to secure her spot on the next season, but I'm like, I just thought that that was ridiculous. Like, you don't have anything else to talk about. Now you're trying to take the heat off of you because you ain't giving no food. You want to come up here with your own crab cake sandwiches and, you know, people just hating you throughout the whole trip because you're a bad host. And that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah, pretty much. Well, in that, and that she felt, I think she felt that she knew some information that other people didn't know. So she was mm-hmm. making a bigger deal out of it, trying to act like she was wanting to figure out who it was. But there is a... um. And I hate to get deeper into it because I, I know the topic is uh, girl code, but Bravo did play real sneaky. So at the beginning of the episode, I think they showed the floor plan of the house mm-hmm. and they yeah. had all the rooms marked. Mm-hmm. And then you'll notice every time Kenya would bring up, well, I looked out the the from the hallway and I hear this noise. They will always show the floor plan, except there was one room where the stripper and someone was and it was blank mm-hmm. there was a name missing from it do you do you remember what name was missing from it no but Portia's room was already there yeah so they, they said they had an open room yeah so I'm thinking that that's where the stripper slept the open room was Tanya's 
It was? Yeah. So if you go back and look at, I think, the beginning of the episode when they showed the room, or maybe a previous episode, that room, it said Tanya. Like, it was Tanya. Her room. That was her room. And then when they showed it during the last episode, they just said open room. Not open room. Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't even say open room. It was just blank. Tanya's name was gone. I have to go back and watch the last episode then. Mm-hmm. Her name was there for real? Yeah, her name was there. And when they showed all the rooms who everybody slept, they had the names just like they did in the last episode, except that room that didn't have a name said Tanya's room. So they were being real slick. They were trying to tell people like, okay, fill in the blank. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Tanya said, I ain't married, so... I mean, I. She also seemed very hesitant. Like, no, I can't. I can't do anything like that would ruin. I, I, I really felt like she believed. No, I can't get mixed up in that. Like, that's gonna, that's gonna be an issue. Yeah. So what I do, this is my theory. Yeah. I think Tanya was being a good friend, and let her use her room, and let her use her room. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe that's the room they agreed the stripper would change in, or I don't know. But I think somehow Portia ended up in there and because her and Tanya are cool, probably didn't even think twice about it and did that. I don't know. Or maybe I'm being naive and it was Tanya, but I don't know. I think it was, I I think it was Portia though. It just makes sense for it to be Portia. Yeah. Because I ain't mad at that. Right. (laughs) That girl. <laughs> the way she was like grinding on him and giving him the yeah, like, eye contact and stuff. You're doing all this work, you might as well get some get some reward. Yeah. That's what that's what that was my thought. Like, okay, so Portia got some daddy did, so Yeah. I mean Yeah. But then it's like and then you here's my thing. So not only so y'all t- took all the cameras down. You you made sure production left so that way you could have your real fun. You wanted to do it so that nobody was being judged or having to think twice about how things looked. And if you were being an adult and felt that you wanted to engage with the stripper, knowing that cameras were removed and that you felt you were doing this in private, and even the outdoor cameras didn't catch anything other than the stripper leaving, no one would have even thought to have this discussion if Kenya didn't bring it up. So yet again, you're trying to bring up something and put on national TV about something that took place that was meant to be done without the cameras knowing about it. Mm-hmm. That's that's my issue. Like I really have an issue with that. Like you didn't it, obviously everything that went on after the whole box scene, like all that stuff. Everything after that was like. All right, this ain't this ain't for TV. Y'all made a conscious effort to make sure it wasn't for TV, and then you open up your mouth and you sit here and trying to spread everything that happened be- when the TVs when the cameras weren't there. And then did they have a mic there? Because it still sound like I, we could still hear them. I think they were just loud, or maybe like the the cameras in the house had mics. No, I think they were. I literally think it was. Well, it could be some areas where mic. Well, the microphone, the cameras, the cameras yeah. probably have mics on them. Yeah. Um. And they likely didn't think about that part, but I mean, they took. I don't know. Could be that, and it could be a mix of them just being loud. Mm. I don't know. So, 
I don't know. What's the moral of the story in regards to girl code? Stop being a snitch. That's the <laughs> moral of the story. Don't be mad because you ain't getting none. That's the moral of the story. Yeah. Don't don't go spreading information, y'all. Girls, we gotta stick together, y'all. These these men out here doing that. I'm about to say that too. Yeah, they keeping it to themselves. Some of them. Most Making of sure them. they same story yeah so this is what you want to say when you get home right yeah they try they go out of their way to make sure their stories line up girl code needs to be followed we need to make sure we do the same like we just gonna be on on one accord make sure everything matches even if you know i don't really mess with you like that i'm not about to sit here and, and just you know cross those lines some things just don't need to be done that's my right. thought it's a shame that we even have to say that like that should already be understood <laughs> on this trip and this is what's going to happen that's it yeah I mean if you don't sit here and be snitching on everybody then we just going to send your ass to the mail review you you deserve <laughs> to stay in somebody's holiday inn you know hall oh my goodness that's 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 where she belongs that's where you go if you can't handle coming out with the adults and having a good time and keeping it to yourself yes we going to holiday in you Please watch that Hulu special. Because I... <laughs> <laughs> that gives you all of that. They was making sandwiches in their kitchen to sell, child. It was. <laughs> I, you know, crazy thing is, I feel like, you no, know, I haven't. You know, my memory be shot. So I, like, I feel I, I either I've seen enough of something that I don't know, but I feel like I've seen this stuff in person but I can't recall when that was. Um, can't recall. Can't recall. Well, the, <laughs> I did go to a bachelorette party and it was in the hotel room. Oh, it wasn't yeah, yeah. quite... Um, we only had one stripper too. But like, the only reason why... Okay, so I'm going to I'm gonna tell you why I don't like the male strippers in my face. <laughs> so this... <laughs> so remember that event planning company that I interned with mm-hmm. senior year. Yeah. So we would have to like screen the strippers. So she was like basically had this big bachelorette expo where she would have vendors that would sell all types of like bachelorette stuff or whatever. She would have um, performances where it would be strippers or it would be like people teaching pole dancing and all that stuff. Like she had it was it was big. Oh. So she had told us a story. And she was like, yeah, you know, sometimes when we do these things, like, I just, I just can't be by the male strippers too close. I was like, wow, what's going on? Or whatever. Not to say I want somebody, somebody else's dick in my face, Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying, I just was curious as to her reason why she said that. She said that a person who attended the bachelorette event, now, usually she has maybe 10 strippers come because it's in like this big, this expo. Mm -hmm. So, like, at the end of the show, they had the strippers come out and all of them do their thing in the crowd. And she said one of the attendees tried to sue her (gasps) because a crab from a male stripper's genitals flew in the attendee's eye and had to get it surgically removed from her eyelid. Oh, when they do the thing where they pick them up and... Well, he was, no, he was slapping her face, doing that. Oh, that. Oh. Yes. Flew in her eye during his flight. I know you lying. <laughs> I'm not lying. 
I'm dead serious. And I was like, I will never have somebody I will admire it from afar. You can flap over there and I'll watch, See, but you're not going to be in my face flapping. My fear with that, because I've been to a, a, a few and there's one thing that always happens is someone always gets chose from, you know, I want to say the crowd, but whoever's the, attend- the, the attendees, yeah. someone always gets chose to be you know pretend like they get in 69 and all that stuff and it's just like i'm always fearful like don't don't nope don't pick me nope 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 i'm good i'm good don't nope don't scoop me up nope don't don't do that because i don't i don't want you putting that here because i don't know you i don't i don't you done been dancing i'm fearful that if i take if i inhale there's right. going to be a, a no <laughs> no <laughs> I just I just don't want to deal with it no 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 like I enjoy watching you can bring it on over here you can pop it all over the place I'll, I'll, I'll watch it move around I'll, <laughs> I'll do what I need to do but don't don't pull me for your demonstration don't do that I, I like to stay back from that one like no nah, don't don't mm-mm. I don't want to there's some way there's some people who are willing to be, hey, I'll I'll be the example. Just some. I ain't one of them. Yeah, I don't I don't want to get picked up and all that stuff. Even <laughs> though I think the tricks look very fun, especially the one where they like you're you're doing it like pretending doggy style and then he flips you over and you you know Yeah, that's another like, classic that's one. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. I like that one. But um but yeah, like I wouldn't want to get chosen either because I'm, you know. Yeah, I don't want to do, I don't want to be the one. Mm-mm. Because I feel like, okay, when I go to stuff like that, I think that I kind of want to do like an alter ego situation. You know, I have natural hair, so I'll probably put on a wig and, you know, just my luck. You flip me over and my damn <laughs> no wig comes off. They're probably hoping the wig will come off. <laughs> Dude, they want a shock effect. That's what they want. They're like, listen, we trying to go all the way. That's that's the part of the show. Yeah, I don't, mm-mm. I don't see that go a number of weird ways where like people we have on maybe a skirt or something, things getting lifted. I don't want to see her stuff. I don't want to see none of this. Mm-mm. No. Then she was also used to tell me that in the crowd because, um, you know, by this time they've already been serving drinks and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. She told me like, you know, how some guys have like the towel that they come out with and they may like put it over it yeah. and they're walking around but like they, these guys got completely naked okay yeah. and it's funny because I don't know if you remember where we used to go to the club uh, freshman or sophomore year the one that had the pool yes I, for, I keep okay. forgetting so. which club that is <laughs> yes so in the there's an, a whole nother side and that's where we had one of the events so it was funny because it was late that night and people were starting to come in with the club and people was looking in the window because they saw all the stuff going on but either way <laughs> so it was one particular time where the guy had the towel and like, you know, he like put the towel over the woman's head and like had his, you know, it was like, it was like, you know, mm-hmm. covering himself, but also covering her head or whatever. And she was like, you know, these women be giving them head and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, stuff. and I was just like, okay. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? Yeah. Okay. But I will be here for the screenings because there was a couple of times where we had to screen these dancers to make sure they were good enough to be invited. Mm-hmm. Those were very entertaining. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Very entertaining. But like, you know, I'm like, I'm a judge. Don't pick me up. But of course, we had people like volunteers to for us to see their tricks and things like that. So 
the only people that we screened were the amateur strippers. But known strippers, we just invited them. But the amateur strippers, like, you're like, okay, you can get invited. And then somebody came in there. This man had to be 110 soaking wet, okay? <laughs> no muscles, had a Santa hat on. I'm like, what? What? First of all, this is July. So why do you have a, <laughs> why do you have a Santa hat on? He had aspirations. So, That's what it was. He, so we thought the funny thing is he comes in we thinking that he um is a singer because we used to screen all types of talent for the different expos that she was doing mm-hmm. and he was like no i'm coming to dance so he was like dance <laughs> so then he was like yeah you know where your bathroom or whatever let me change it to my little outfit this man came out with a santa hat and the, like the it wasn't santa pants it was like shorts that had the like the, the, the fur no. on the top it was a mess but I mean I wish I could go back to that because that was just so like one of those moments where you you know mm-hmm. wouldn't mind going back and doing but child mm-hmm. but anyway I say all that to you know since we were talking about the stripper stuff yeah yeah I mean it's those parties bachelorette parties can get wild that I know they they can get wild and they can get um they can get serious and yeah. you know some people be willing to risk it all but I would never tell me either and by the way for anyone who wanted to know the outcome of the lady that tried to sue my boss because the crab flew in her eye um the person lost the case so oh i'm sure i mean it was it was thrown out how (laughs) how exactly do you prove that it came from right like and that was why she lost yeah that just (laughs) if is that even possible like can a crab really get into your eye like that like well, I'm assuming that because you know sometimes they get waxed or whatever. So I'm thinking that this guy wasn't waxed, and you know it was like hanging on to one of his little hairs, and then as he was flapping, <laughs> as he was flapping, or like maybe he like mushed her face in it. I don't know. Or maybe she, you know, saw somebody else right before she went to her little male review, and Ernest, <laughs> Ernest ain't get the chance to clean nothing up, so she Not just, Ernest. you know. Had had to be. Ernest was like, "Let me just go ahead, and just give me some real quick," and got it in her eye. And she went to the mill review and then thought it came from a hairless man, and it didn't. And the judge was like, "Yeah, no, man, I don't know." Oh, I was like, "Oh, she had to get it surgically removed." Oh my gosh, uh, from your eyelid. Ew. Okay, that's enough. Yeah, <laughs> mm, but yeah, moral of the story, y'all. Take the girl code. People don't need to know everything that's going on. Exactly. Yeah. Somebody passed that message along to uh, Kenya. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, let's see. That is the end of Let's Argue. Mm-hmm. Now, once again, no listener question, right? Mm-mm. I checked the email earlier. Okay. Oh, you know what? And by the way, shout out to those of you who were um, uh, posting and promoting the podcast. We definitely appreciate you. We see it. I know I see it. Uh, I, I appreciate the love. Um, I know we haven't really been active on the Instagram page. You can blame me for that. So no, like, if we don't have it. No, no, listen, listen. You can blame Trey if we don't have a show. You can blame me for not doing it. <laughs> it's like, let me tell you something, okay? Yeah, <laughs> listen, people be tired. We be having things to do. Oh, man, listen. 
we we want to y'all we want to engage we want to do these instagram pages but it it takes it takes work and it takes time so i i check it i'm sure you look at it too it's just we see it we see the love and we appreciate it so thank y'all so much we really are grateful for it because y'all don't have to listen to us but y'all do every week and thank you yeah we are we are definitely appreciative and that's the reason i keep trying to come back I've been better though. I've been I've been doing better these last. Yeah, so we've been doing good. Season four is 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 good. It's, it's slowly yeah. but surely getting on the um, you know, it's being a bit consistent. I ain't gonna lie. I noticed when I realized this was episode eight, I was like, "Yeah, we about to wrap I'm up." About season- to say- <laughs> <laughs> Damn. As soon as we come back, we about to wrap it up. <laughs> Damn, two more. All right, bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. Maybe, maybe we'll be in a good mood and want to keep going, but don't hold me to it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> my eyes got wide. I was like, "Whoa, wait a minute, <laughs> two more!" <laughs> and then we take a break. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 jeez. All right. So yeah, y'all, that wraps up the episode. Thank you once again for tuning in. If you love the show, please continue to share it and please leave us a review. Um, we do, I do read them. I, I am always surprised when I come across them. It's always really, I do. Be, it means a lot. It, it be meaning a lot to me. Uh, go to ratethispodcast.com forward slash let's argue and follow the simple, simple instructions to leave a review. Mm-hmm. and don't forget to follow us on instagram go to let's argue underscore the podcast and don't forget to email us at tl.letsarguepodcast at gmail.com to submit your messy tales fairy tales and questions please yes 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 thank y'all again and i think that wraps up the show we'll mm-hmm. see y'all next week yeah, yeah. <laughs> why are you saying like <laughs> I'm trying to keep the momentum going. It just episode nine next week. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye, y'all. I ain't never heard of no ish like that. Oh my gosh.